wild space, the penultimate frontier. These are the voyages of the 16 Candlekeeps, our season-long mission to explore subspace systems, to seek out new NPCs and new encounters, to boldly roll where no one has rolled before. to 16 Candlekeeps, where the 80s pass their death saves. Once again, I am not Steve Archer. I am, in fact, Liam Thornton, and I am still DM for this mini-campaign. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Hi. Uh, I do have to say I am really enjoying the quick change into your cadet uniforms. I'm very, 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 very happy with that. I'm really impressed we all had something red to hand. Special, uh, like, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, yeah, yeah. So we've got uh, for our audio listeners, um, uh, Jade and Emma have both donned uh, red tops. And then Steve is currently, Steve, what are you wearing? Uh, I'm wearing, I'm wearing, um, I'm wearing one land, not tapped um, for, for mountains. Um, and also, I'm also wearing my hat if I turn to the right with my blue land. <laughs> Done. Fantastic. Um, so, let's do a quick recap of um, what happened last time. So, our cadets were thrown straight into combat uh, on the Moon Raider, which was found to be a simulation to test their skills. Um, as they have just arrived at Spelljammer Academy. Moving on from there, they went and they gathered their gear, um, their welcome packs, their new uniforms, and uh, found their way to their bunks. At which time, uh, Celestial Tempest had a bit of a run-in with a moon elf by the name of Vina who had taken a liking to her bunk, but the crew were able to make that elf think twice about messing with them and sent her and her comrades scurrying away. Um, absolutely not going to come back to haunt any of us. Absolutely not. No, no. I'm sure no. that, like, picking, you know, a fight oh, never with see her again. Boy, no, totally not. She's not it's just definitely been not going to be like Regina, you. George, and Katie. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it'll be fine. Um, <clears throat> and a prisoner who was being escorted, a mind flayer, uh, met their untimely demise as they were disintegrated at one of the blocks at the entrance to the dorm. Um, and unfortunately, a guard also lost his life 
after just trying to relax afterwards. But it's fine. Everything's fine. Just a regular day. Um, after that happened, you noticed that the uh, the GIF that was the duty officer here um, just shook his head and then just started sweeping up the mess. Just um, another day. So after that, uh, you tentatively made your way through the uh, barrier there. And you went and you collected your gear from Mr. Blip, the quartermaster, who is uh, a fantastic construct. Um, an autonome with a fantastically crafted moustache, a little bowler hat, and uh, eyes that change colour depending on mood. Um, he leaves you with a final um, parting comment to say, Remember to keep your, keep your, keep your gear clean. A clean set of gear leads to a clean set of kills. Thank you. Um, as you depart with all of your wonderful gear in hand, um... I will ask at this point for everyone to make me a perception check. Oh. I wish I just put my dice to one side like an idiot. 25, natural 20. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, shoot. Uh... Are you sure you want perception? Yep. Eight. Celestial. Yalric? Uh, I, um, I, I got six. Okay. Um, so, Harumph, as you are leaving, you realize that the, so Mr. Blip's uh, counter there, he's got bars that are in front of it. He does everything from the other side of his counter. And what you first thought was a wall behind there. As you're walking away, you can see it kind of, like, the sculpture at the base of it kind of looks like a metallic foot. A humongous metallic foot. Okay. Mm. No. Oh god. Steve is oh no. When Steve says oh no. Ned has that smile, you know it's oh, gonna be god. bad. <laughs> Steve, don't smile like that. You're not the so DM this time. Just, this thing you. That's just something that you notice, Harumph. Sorry, I'm blissfully ignorant. Yeah, are you are you telling us about this or are you just keeping it to yourself? He um, quietly, whilst walking behind you, will place his, his uh, forearms together and try to turn them and see if anything happens. <laughs> um, um, obviously, nothing happens. If you didn't already have inspiration, I would have given it to you there and then. Um, <laughs> as a polite reminder to you all, you do have inspiration, and that may... Yeah, that may... would have been the moment to use it. 
that may be <laughs> something that you might want to use later on down the line. But I'm there, still not very clear on inspiration, but I'll I'll, I'll get the hang of it's it. It's fine. So all it means is uh, one when you've rolled, uh, you can re-roll. You can use it to re-roll um, any of your d20 rolls. That's the advantage that you can yeah. use as and when, and then you lose it, and then so you gets know. Back. Is there a limit on how much you can use it before it disappears? So you get one inspiration, so yep. you get one shot, one opportunity. Okay. Seize everything you ever wanted. Yep. Everybody gets one. Throw away your. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> um. Please don't so, YouTube. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> um, so what's left on the list to do? Uh, you have got to either report to the Sky Dock for spell jamming ship yes. inspection. Um, and you have also got, uh, because you are all magically inclined, you will all be able to report to spell jammer Nexus for basic training. And... You will also need to complete the gymnasium assault course. I don't know why I want to do that so much because my athletics and acrobatics and strength are all just terrible. <laughs> just athletics. Is it because you, as a person, Emma, really wants to do an inflatable assault yes. course, like on Total Wipeout? I'm so terrible at gym and sport in general. <laughs> I just think it sounds really fun. I'm well aware it's. it's unlikely to be inflatables in the style of total wipeout but it just sounds it just sounds fun stranger but things oh. have happened okay it's netflix um hmm. um uh, ladies um should we get our home in order and do the ship inspection or should we um do training break it up with inspection or do two training and then inspection after. Uh, we, we could do, we could do the ship inspection and just keep going down the list. Aye, all right, we'll do that then. Tidy house, tidy mind. Uh, yes, clean weapons, clean kills. Wonderful. Uh, so you will continue along on your journey, um, yeah. heading to the ship dock. Yeah, let's um, do So when you approach here, you do see that there are some guards who have, um, blades held across the doors um the blades are glowing with green flame green flame thank you um it's in the book it's not my fault <laughs> um, they notice that well actually i say that so harumph you're wearing your blue hat I'm putting my blue hat yeah, on. I totally would have. I just, yeah, don't, okay. just don't have one. <laughs> I have a blue hat. Absolutely fine. Uh, so as they see your hat... <laughs> my hair counts. <laughs> they will 
uh, part their blades and they will open the doors for you. Um, and you go in. And there are uh, twin gnome officers uh, called Kip and Pick. And they will show you around a spell jamming ship. Teaching you the basic operations of the vessel and how the equipment should be handled. Um, so they are very thorough in everything that they do. Um, they seem very knowledgeable. The DM, on the other hand, is not as knowledgeable about ships. So feel free to be that person and ask questions. Uh, but they'll show you the basic operation. Um, showing you the spell jamming helm that powers a spell jamming ship, which is in this instance, it's a very standard, uh, like wooden chair. Um, looks kind of like a rocking chair with a high back and uh, armrests, um, made from like a walnut sort of wood um but it's just floating in situ with uh some white sort of glyphs and pulsating energy that's just circling around underneath it um and you are informed uh that this is the main thing that makes a spell jamming ship a spell jamming ship it is the only way to safely navigate wild space. Okay. Um, as they are showing you around the rest of the ship, um, let me just double check people's passive perceptions again. <laughs> Good. And that would be, um, yes. So harumph. Uh, as you are being shown around, um, large metal foot. <laughs> uh, you see on a nearby dock a Hobgoblin Academy officer who is supervising the unloading of a merchant ship. Uh, surreptitiously slips the merchant a platinum piece, and in return, the merchant hands the Hobgoblin a small bottle which the officer conceals in his pocket. Ooh. And that's what you see happening there. Do you do anything with that information? Balls, 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 balls. I do, I do, I do. Um, I'll, I'll take my uniform off. Um... <laughs> And immediately disintegrate. <laughs> so I have the blue hat on for this area. Um, um, I am going to step forward um, to um, Kip um, or Pip, I believe it was, um, and just say, um, "What is a process of contraband in um, in the um, academy?" Uh, as they're speaking, they sort of start... You can't at first tell which one's speaking. They 
seem to finish each other's sentences and just keep talking over each other. So, um, well, uh, it's quite obvious. Uh, if you are carrying any contraband, which we sincerely hope that you're not, um, then it would obviously be taken straight away. Now, if you're saying that something comes in on a shipment and it's not allowed into the academy because we do have very strict rules, which I'm sure that you're aware of. You read your pack, didn't you? Oh, I'm sure that he read his pack. Um, well, then you would know that any of our staff or recruits or anyone who is uh, in possession of that will be uh, subject to court-martialing. Um, particular I'm reason. A... Um, I, um... I used to work in a ship city um, and uh, remember a very, very good dock master reminding me that you only have ten fingers to lose um, should you find them picking up things that are not theirs. Um, just wanted to check how the policy is here. Well, we don't really do anything as barbaric as taking off hands. No, we just, uh, we'll throw people into the brig and, uh, just sort of things like that. And obviously they'll be stripped of any rank or title and maybe they'll be able to retake their training. Although that very rarely happens. Okay. Um, you are, you are the wisest of the people in this room. You would know if there were problems at your dock. Well, I would hope that, yes, of course we'd know if there were problems at our dock. We don't miss a thing, do we? No! And he will just gently kind of grimace, nod his head, and uh, kind of step back to kind of allow anyone else to ask questions and stuff. Um, they will continue on then and, um keep talking you through, you know, how to safely bring the ship out of dock, uh, the process that's needed to take it basically out of the atmosphere and out into wild space. As all of this is happening, uh, you just see that that officer uh, continues walking along, um, looking around the area and then just continues out of the dock. Mm-hmm. Shady. I'm just going to grind my teeth throughout the entire process, but um, I do not say anything. Okay. Um, and at the end, they'll wrap up and they will, you know, finish talking you through the last bits and say, but that's all well and good. That's everything that you should need to know about a ship. Obviously, each ship is unique. Any vessel that is fitted with a spell jamming helm could be completely different. Obviously, there are other standard galleons, but there are also dragonflies. There are some very strange ships out there. You know, I'm pretty sure that you could fit a spell jamming helm to anything. Oh, no, not anything. And the two just start bickering. You feel like this could go on for a while. Um... Can I ask another question? Uh, absolutely, of course. We're here to help. Uh, do you know off brief description names of captains and such uh, who pass through? Well, we do have to look over all of the manifests, uh, so yes, logs are always taken. 
I'm just interested. I bumped into a very interesting character um, as we were wandering in. Um, Red Hobgoblin Captain. I, I must I must approach him and thank him for his uh, his um, due diligence to make sure I was wearing my hat. Um, could you tell me his name? Um, Red Hobgoblin Captain. Oh, oh obviously. Uh, I I assume then that you are talking about Captain Jace. Captain Jace, of course it's a Jace. Um, if you want to find Captain Jace, uh, then, well, maybe at some point you might want to go to uh, the tavern. I'm sure that he frequents it. Frequents it? We can never get him out of there. That was the weeping. Sorry, I didn't catch the second word of it. It was the weeping. That's fine. Let me just find it for you because I don't want to give you any incorrect information. Uh, that is. Goddess. There we go. Look at the that. Weeping goddess. The weeping goddess. goddess. Yep. Lovely. No, I will buy him a drink at some point. Uh, well, um, absolutely. Um, nobody ever buys us drinks. Shut up. Well, you have done a very good service. Um, please, when you go to the bar next, please add. One drink each to your, uh, to my tab at the bar I will open. That's very kind of you. Very kind indeed. I do hope that this isn't you trying to cover up for something. What, on his first day? Well, maybe? How would Come I be covering up for anything you hadn't already noticed as great ship captains? Oh. Wow. Uh, he's just nice. Nothing wrong with him just being nice. The only ship you cannot sink is a friendship. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Dave, when I said that to you yesterday, you vomited. <laughs> I know. I know. But this is a character, not me. <laughs> um, even I vomited inside at that. Oh, gross, isn't that? Uh, so that will conclude uh, this section here, um, and they will help you uh, off of the ship, and um, they will say to you, um, as you do leave here, um, if you wouldn't mind just handing back your caps to the guards at the door. Never signed the door, obviously. <laughs> Um, yep, um, I'd, uh, I'd hand my hat back uh, after stepping through. <laughs> I would I would make a very pointed lunge away from the door and kind of frisbee it to them, so I'm nowhere near that. Yeah, definitely don't want to throw it with my oh, arms still the door. Okay, are you, are you throwing it at the guard? No, no. When you say yeah, Chris, when did, you say Chris, yeah, I did say it. I did. I won't backtrack. I said I'd Chris <laughs> it. Okay. Um. I right. I would make sure I had eye contact with them first. I indicate and then I frisbee. There we right. go. Okay. I'm not just fine. gonna straight up lob it at his face. Um, <laughs> so you do that, and uh, yeah. So you throw it towards the guard. The guard catches it folds it up, 
puts it into a bag of holding that it's got on this side. Thank you for not making me do an athletics check. It's fine. I'm not going to do that to you. It was more to see if, like, any of their uniform would fall off and if they were going to be disintegrated. It's fine. Um. Oh, no, no. It wasn't going to be that much of a dick. That would be fun. <laughs> Before we move on to another area, I will pull the two of them in and just, could, not conspiratorial, but just kind of, like, keeping it a, a, a tone that is just between us. Um, or at least attempting to. Um, he he will um, explain what he saw um, out the corner of his eye with Captain Jace. Okay. Kind of, I kind of get your meaning straight away and just sort of nod like. Lovely. Um, so where are you heading next? We have two more places on the map. Let's do the... Assault or basic? Basic. Basic? Sure. We don't want to do basic absolutely exhausted from an assault course, do we? No, we don't. No. Especially not if we're required to be magic users to be able to do that part. Okay. <laughs> I, um... I uh, tentatively will mention that, um... I know that I can learn magic because I'm a very intelligent boy, as my mum used to say. But yeah. um, I don't actually know any magic yet, so I'm <laughs> kind of <laughs> click fingers, no chicken appear, sort of thing. <laughs> um, I mean, so he does know two spells as a furball, um, yeah. uh, in innately. Sorry, but he he kind of. And that is still a magical ability. No, no, no. It's more that he he has not a lot of intelligence, so he's kind of like, I don't know how to be a wizard sort of thing. Um, that is fine. I am only level one, Ranger. <laughs> um, so you head into the Spelljammer Nexus? Yeah. yeah. Let's, do Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Hang on. Hang on. Hang Bye. on. Hang okay, on. No, no, Forward no, no. stepping. Remind me our security clearances to get into the Nexus. Yeah, have we? Red. Yes! Oh, Red. Red. I didn't write them down. I should have written them down. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that um, the map would still be TBK. on the screen. Why <laughs> <laughs> I thought the map would still be there, but yeah. Um, I can throw the map up for you if you want a minute. No, you're oh. right. It's okay, to... you are, for everything that you've got left on your list, you have done it the correct way, oh. you have got the correct clearance. Everything will be red. Okay. Uh, Could you imagine so, if we'd handed in those blue caps and we still yeah. bloody needed them? Yep. Like, oh, yep. I didn't think about that until just then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, you head to the Spelljammer Nexus, and it yeah. is a massive room in here, um, with, uh, bookcases, uh, navigational charts, um, all in, like, scroll cases, all up on the walls, um, there are star charts and things like that, but the biggest uh, feature of the room 
is it has all of these archways, um, almost like a like a conservatory. And as you look up, you can just see the swirling vortexes uh, and nebulae of space. Um, just these blues and purples all just mixing in together, stars twinkling. Um, there is a humongous telescope uh, that's this golden uh, filigree and blue with all of these strange instruments and orbs all around it. Um, and it almost feels like that telescope is projecting the view onto the room itself. Um, yeah. As you enter, um, you can see that there is a human figure sat uh, in a seat looking through this telescope. Uh, they get up, they do push up on the telescope, and as they do, the room itself, uh, everything that space beyond just shifts. Aronph is going to uh, instinctively duck. Okay, uh, just make a dexterity saving throw for me. Oh god. Um, that is 18 plus, I think it's plus 4. Uh, no, plus 6, so uh, 24. Wonderful. Um, so, yeah, you instinctively go to, like, move to make sure that nothing's going to fall on you um, and then you catch yourself and you are fine if not slightly just a little bit disorientated um, off to the side in another area you can see that there is a large chamber containing eight uh, spell jamming helms uh, these ornate high back chairs mounted onto mechanical gimbals um, that all look up towards this uh like realm space orrery um and the human will come down to greet you and introduce themselves um welcome cadets my name is saith abazine and i will be conducting your basic training today. Um, they are pale skinned with blonde hair and as you look into their eyes you can see that they almost seem to shine with the stars themselves. Um, so they walk into the circle of the spelljamming helms and will say to you, please take a seat. You seem creepy. Mm-hmm. Probably fine though, I right? That, like out loud. That's just a <laughs> can, can I do a can I do a, an insight check? Absolutely. <laughs> Because I don't trust it. It's so weird. I'm getting vibes. <laughs> oh, best roll of the day, guys. Yeah. What'd you get? Sarcasm. 22. 22? <laughs> um, 
So you get the feeling that whilst this person might seem a bit um, extravagant and they might seem a bit kind of off, um, it's probably got something to do with the fact that they are constantly staring into space. Quite literally staring into space. Um, it might make them a more capable teacher, as they might have a bit more knowledge about things, but you don't sense anything that's like malicious intent. Um, Sit then. Okay. Are the other two of you taking a seat? Yep. Yes, please. Rumpf is going to just tentatively walk towards the car. I, um, I think I left something back in bunk room. Uh, don't feel comfortable in the moving chair. If you don't mind, I've got to go back and get, um... I left the oven on and just starts backing away very, um, kind of, uh, very, uh, kind of like, what's the word? Apologies. Um, he, he doesn't trust the chair at all. Cadet Harumph, there is nothing in this room that could possibly harm you. You're all not I looking want... in the room, you're looking in space. Um... All I wish for you to do is to test yourself and see if you have what it takes to operate a spell jamming helm. Now, of course, if you do not wish to do that, I am not going to force you. The I only one who like can it. force you are your own doubts and insecurities. That is the only thing that can imprison you. <laughs> I will reluctantly sit down. Fantastic. Whoever um, <laughs> sit near us, you just hear like a very faint whining the entire time. <laughs> As each of you sits down, um, you see in front of you um, that uh, there is a small, tiny ship, just like a, a small toy. Um, and you are told the task before you may appear simple. All that you need to do is make the ship move. You say there's However, one each in front of us or just one? Yeah, one each. One each, okay. However, I warn you that using a spell jamming helm is a strange sensation. You should think more that you are moving a limb than operating controls. To move a spell jamming ship is to move yourself through realm space and beyond. When you are ready, you may begin. Oh god. I'm gonna completely like relax into the chair and I'm just gonna be mentally thinking forward, forward, forward. 
but okay. not actually physically moving anything. It's all just going to be my brain is thinking forward. Okay. Um, so you're adopting that tactic and, mm -hmm. um, let's see. So Celestial, what are you doing? If I reach out and touch it, <laughs> can I touch okay. it? Does anything happen? Um, so to touch it, you'd have to get out of the seat. Okay. Um, but you can absolutely reach out towards it. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to get out and just touch it first, absolutely fine. Okay, I'll get out. I'll touch it first. Okay. Um, uh, it feels cold in your hand. Um, yeah. It does feel real. That's the okay. one thing. Like, the cold there, it does definitely feel like, you know, you've got that sort of sensation. Um, but it feels incredibly light. Okay. Okay. Um, the the only the only instruction um, that we were given was to move it, right? Mm -hmm. Can I just pick it up and move it? <laughs> okay. Uh, so you pick it up, you start to move it, and then uh, Seth comes around and um, just says. Something in your mind holds you back. What is it? Speak, or it may just poison your ability to fly. I've never done this before, so I'm working out what I can do and what I can't. I would suggest you follow your instincts. Let them guide you. My first instinct was to pick it up and move it. I don't have any other instincts. The power comes from within you, but the helm will help channel that. Why don't you try sitting in the seat and then try to move it? And you're still holding it. I'm still holding it. Okay. Are you going to carry I... on trying to move it? <laughs> um. But she doesn't. She doesn't know how. So she's. Um... I was going to say, are you still like just, you know, like a little rubber duck moving it along with your yeah, hand? Yeah, like literally, the only thing that she could think of doing is holding it and moving it physically. Okay. She has to go and sit back in the chair she'll try and take it with her yeah it's fine it, you, move it. you can absolutely um, do that her brain is not or her instincts either are not allowing her to think of any other way of moving this without physically holding it um as you are doing that uh and you take a seat and you're there moving it um you can see that uh uh, has started to move her ship um, just by this command and as you're watching her doing that and you're there you know playing with this ship in your hand um, there's a moment where it just sort of lifts out of your fingers 
and you try and snatch at it to keep hold of it. And for a split second, you swear that it was floating. Um, Sears will come around to you, Guillermo, and will say, Tell me a tale of your past. What should I know of you? Me? Uh... <clears throat> there isn't much to tell. I am just me. And she'll just avoid answering the question. <laughs> I have been here for many years, and I can tell you that nobody is just anything. Pardon? Oh. So... Where did you come from? Um, when, when Seth looks around to Harumph, um, in his uh, nervousness and panic, he has accidentally cast Disguise Self on himself. Um, so he is he looks like himself, but he is now three foot shorter in the chair. <laughs> so he looks like a very timid version of himself. And the, <laughs> but he's left the coat to stay big, so it's now just overcoat, <laughs> like a kid in her dad's jacket sort of thing. Um, um, and he is gently humming cabin fever to himself. Um, um, what, what, what do you need to know? Where did you come from? I um, sense a great destiny in you, yearning for release. That might have just been the lunch on the, the belligerence on the way here. Um, I, I come from, um, uh, the high forest. As high you... Forest speak about the high forest um the ship that is in front of you mm -hmm. does a barrel roll oh i did not get the call from star fox i did not understand um um i what do you need to know um, i'm very uncomfortable in this chair then you will have to figure out a way to make this chair more comfortable. Can I get a cushion? A cushion could be arranged. Uh, and they will just move their fingers very, very gently. And you just feel yourself lifting up with a cushion underneath you. Okay. Okay. Can make this work. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, what what do you need me to do now, shiny eyes? I need nothing from you, except what you need for yourself. I'm going to travel. I'm going to get out of the chair, and I'm going to have the ship follow me. Obviously, my my movements are one with the ship. We are. We are, we are, we are clam in the middle of the water of turbulent tides. Uh, you see that Seath has started to move over towards one of the other seats. Bye. Um, sits <laughs> down, uh, cross-legged in the seat, uh, closes their eyes, and all three of your ships 
just start moving in and around each other. Um, can I mentally try and block her from moving my ship? Uh, you can carry on and do that. So I would like you to make <laughs> me a... I don't want her messing with my ship! Constitution. Oh, God. Roll, please. Let's let's do it as a constitution saving throw. Great. Okay. Because this is going to take some actual, like, willpower and just strength of your entire body fighting against this. How'd you do? I'm using my inspiration. Okay. <laughs> And it did not help. <laughs> uh, ten. <clears throat> okay, they rolled a fifteen. Yeah. I mean, it was better than the one I rolled originally. I mean, it, you know, you've got to try these things. Um, <laughs> the ships all move around, and then they move towards you, uh, probably about two inches away from your faces until they're gently left to float down into your laps or your hands, whichever. Um, could Harumph also try something as he sees uh, Saif doing this? Yep. Um, and also uh, seeing like, the concentration uh, on Gyarud's face as well. Um, he's going to close his eyes after seeing them close their eyes and is going to just start thinking of the time that he taught his daughter how to make a kite. Um, okay. Shut up. Um, and he will just so mutter. Weird. Steve is playing a nice, wholesome character. He, he just... Constitution oh uh, role with advantage. Uh, well, that's good, because the first one was a natural one. Um, that is a 16. Okay. Um, and what are your thoughts when you're going through and thinking about making this kite? So, um, it's kind of like clearing his mind and, um, like, focusing on his voice um, as he's explaining the steps of, like, be patient, um, you need to make it bit by bit. Don't use force because it's going to cause the uh, the film that you're applying to the sticks to rip. And uh, like, just try to teach uh, this little furball patience, essentially, uh, via the the kite, um, which is a he, he the specific thing he keeps focusing on over than his very just gentle, patient voice is the bright, vivid pink of the kite that he's making. Okay, and as you are there thinking of this, um, the ship stays in the air just before it drops down in front of you, um, and the sails wash pink. The eyes are closed, he has no idea it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> well... I must say, I am impressed. I believe that you could all make fine spell jammers. Congratulations, you have passed. Thank you. One eye opens. 
as your eye opens, you see the pink on the sail. Hey. And then... Hi. Do you open your other eye? Yep. And when you open your other eye, the sail returns to the golden colour. And the ship drops. Awesome. Do not take that to heart. You have done very well. But that is what training is for. Thank you. Uh, Seath will nod and then return up the stairs back up to their telescope. That was bloody hard. That was, uh, interesting, I would say. I don't know how to do it! Think happy thoughts? The way I thought it would. Um, anyway, shall we go and do some running and jumping Mm. and whatever else is in store? Yes. That Horumph can do. That is good. You made your ship change colour. Because I think happy thoughts and you can fly. Um, what were you thinking about? A kite. Then he will smile. Oh. It was pretty. He just kind of smiles and then kind of turns the, towards the door and like, I'm, I'm, I'm out, I'm done. <laughs> this has been out of my comfort zone, I'm leaving, I'm gonna go run at things and that's what I do. <laughs> I'm, kind of, um, I'm gonna do that like awkward, sisterly kind of gossipy girl thing where I'm gonna like hook my arm, like my hand through um, Celestial's arm, sorry, at least it's Celestia, and I was like, that's wrong. Uh, Celestial's <laughs> arm, and I'm gonna be like, so, that was like super weird, no? Yeah, I didn't know what was gonna happen. I, I kind of thought we'd be doing training with spells and weapons and things. I didn't know we were doing mind stuff, and I can't do mind stuff. I don't her trust- can definitely do mind stuff. Hmm. He's an interesting fellow, don't you think? Yeah. Depth to him than seems. He said he was thinking of a kite. I think he was thinking of more than just a kite. I don't know what. Well, when he's ready to, I'm sure he'll open up and tell us. Yeah. But now, uh. Don't want to run. I'm not good at running. I'm not good at running, and I really hope Fina isn't there. Oh, you mean the, uh... Huge bitch? Her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fine. We'll show her how to have a good time, if not. And then we'll just, like, skip down to yes, the skip. next. Yes, yes, it's gonna be that sickly, disgusting, bitchy girls from yes, school. Let's skip. Fantastic. 
Uh, so, but, like, um, it's entirely false. Awesome. Uh, so you head towards the gymnasium. Don't worry. Again, security level is red. Um, so uh, you get in there, and uh, you can see that there is a uh, half elf, black hair, black beard, uh, feathered cape that he's wearing, um, and he's holding a staff that has uh, the head of a bird carved into the top of it. Um, and he welcomes you in to the gymnasium. Cadets, welcome. Today, you will be challenged. You will have to take on this assault course. I'm ready for this. I'm raving for this, yes. Um, and yes, so, uh, Officer Raven, um, oh, name, bro. will point you over to the, uh, starting area. And as you get to the starting area, uh, you can see that there are four other cadets in oh this location about oh. to take on the assault oh. course oh. that you recognize oh yes we do don't we that you recognize uh, as Vina and her lackeys are there uh, deeper uh, so at this point if I can just have everyone roll initiative oh fuck no you can't <laughs> 16. Level two again. Natural 20. Plus two. 22. Okay. Is that a natural 20? <laughs> it wasn't yeah. a natural 20. 24. So 24, there we go. Um, Who natural my dice are rolling well at the minute, and I shouldn't have said that because they'll immediately stop. Oh no, I am entirely hit or miss. Yeah. Decided not to use the ones on D&D Beyond because no! I like to do it myself. Uh, okay. Interesting. Uh, so. Um. Cadet Gjaldic. Are you ready? Hi. Then begin, and he will knock his staff onto the ground. Um, and before you, you see that the gymnasium starts to shift um, as cogs start whirring and different sections appear. And you are told that you must make a straight dash through the explosions so i need you to make a constitution saving throw for me Twelve. Twelve. okay so you you run 
through this first oh, section. Tiny fly. Um, and you are able to keep your footing as these explosions are going off around you. Um, you believe that they are illusory, but that the sound is more the disorientating factor. Um, and then you're told, Next, you must leap across these levitating platforms over pools of electrified water. So I'm going to need a strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics check. Okay, um, can I cast frostbite on the water? Yes. Oh, yes, you can. Please. Okay. Um, so you cast it <laughs> and the water freezes. Um, so if you want to make a acrobatics check with advantage. I'm so glad I had that advantage. Uh, 24. Okay. Uh, so you nimbly uh, shift from over these bits of ice on the water. Um, you're used to it. You know, you're in your wintry phase. Uh, you're used to the cold. Uh, I heard they never bothered you anyway. Uh, and no, next up... <laughs> um, for this test, you must swing from the ropes through a spinning wheel of maces. So I need a dexterity saving throw from you. Okay. Well, 19. You, there we go, 19. Uh, so you swing along and you go through this wheel of maces. Um, they never come anywhere near you. And finally, uh, you must climb the pole and ring the gong. So that will be a strength athletics check. On, eat your heart out. <laughs> there is no advantage in this, so what I roll is what I get. And I slide all the way to the bottom. I rolled a four. <laughs> okay. Um, so as you're there, you start to climb, you start to climb, and uh, yeah, you slide. Um, <gasps> How much how much did you roll, sorry? Four. Okay, you slide and as you start to slide down, you slide very, very fast, and you will take uh two bludgeoning damage as you fall. Ooh. Oh. Um so you will be there waiting and you can attempt to retake that later on. Um yeah. next up, Celestial. Cadet no. Celestial. No. Are you ready? Yes, then sir. Begin. Uh, so, starting off with that uh, constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, constitution is plus two. Uh, 16. 16, okay. Uh, so you just dash straight through. You've seen uh, these explosions going off. You've, you know, kind of figured out some timing in your own head and you make it through. And next, uh, you will need to leap across 
the levitating platforms over the pools okay. of electrified water. Um, okay. He knocks his staff again, and the ice breaks, and the water okay. starts to spark again. Can I also cast Frostbite on the water? You absolutely can. <laughs> um, so go ahead and make a dexterity acrobatics check with advantage. Dirty acrobatics check with advantage. Um, unnatural 20. Okay. And you deftly just make your way across the ice. Um, <laughs> next up, swing from ropes oh through the spinning wheel of maces. I want to. Um, so this is a, a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, ten. Okay, so you're there and you're grabbing at the rope and you go to yeah. swing to the other rope and one of the maces just clocks you and it wins you. Um, so you will fall there and um, you will take one bludgeoning damage. One. Okay. Uh... Then next up we have uh, Cadet Vina. Oh god. Are you ready? Go. Obviously. Then begin. Uh, let's see. Starting out with the um, explosions. She makes her way through there with no problem. Her lackeys are cheering her on at this point. Um... Next up, she gets to the uh, electrified water and she starts to move towards the edge. And then she takes a step back, jumps across the first one, does a handspring off onto the next one and makes her way over to the other side landing perfectly posed arms held high in the air oh, she could just drop dead can't she <laughs> she's the worst she rolled a natural 20. um oh. then oh. she places the hand onto the ropes and uh as she is about to swing across with that smirk on her face she turns around just in time to see one of the hammers just hitting her in the face and she yeah. falls down uh, next to you. <laughs> I laugh um, inwardly, I don't laugh outwardly. Uh, next up, Harumph. Hi, Harumph! Hi, Harumph! We'll uh, shrug off his coat as he also cancels disguised self uh, and grows um, yes. several feet uh, and flares his nostrils. Are you ready to take on? The way of the Spelljammer. Is it ready for me, Captain? I believe so. Begin. Lovely. What would you like first, Cap? So, first of all, you've got to make that dash, and let's get oh. that constitution saving throw. Do it, do it. That's a natural 20 for 22. Okay, so you just barrel straight through. The explosions are going off and 
Some of them look like because of your size that they must be hitting you and they must be knocking you. But you are just so determined you don't feel a thing. And you just make your way straight through. Um, so next up, you must leap across the levitating platforms over the pools of electrified water. Lovely. And that is your that was... strength, athletics, or dexterity, acrobatics check. Well, both plus four, so let's have a go. Um, that is a 19 for, I'll go with um, acrobatics. Acrobatics, okay, wonderful. Um, so you see these platforms, um, and you saw how Vina did things, um, and you kind of follow behind where she went. You just go in like one foot to the other foot, you land on one on your tiptoes, um, and then you make your way safely across. Um, and next, you must swing from ropes through the spinning wheel of maces. Oh dear. This is the deck save one. This is the dexterity saving throw. Okie dokie. Oh, and Harabs, you can do it. We believe in you. That is a 16. Okay, 16. So you grab the first rope and you swing yourself across to the next one um, and you are able to make your way through. Uh, you just reach really high up on the rope so it swings you that further across um, as you slide as gravity does its thing. Um, okay. And finally, to climb a slippery pole and ring the gong at the top. That is a strength athletics check. Athletics. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, I'm going to use my inspiration if I may. Okay, yep. That was a poor roll. Um, which another natural 20 for 24. Okay. So you uh, climb up, uh, able to just keep a hold of the pole regardless of anything that they've put on it. Um, and you just start pushing yourself up, reach up to the top, pull yourself up onto the top of the platform, and then you strike the gong. Bang. Mm. Congratulations, cadet. Um, he will respond even if it doesn't um, make sense to Captain Raven um, or Officer Raven. Uh, he will respond in giant, uh, the pleasure was mine, and uh, bows. Um, as you do, uh, you see that the uh, wooden uh, bird head on top of the staff will um, tilt around like it's animated will hear what you say and will chatter into his ear and he will nod at you. So uh, keeps a low bow and then steps backwards. Um so uh let's go back to uh Yaurud. So uh, let's let's get another another strength athletics check. Uh, can I misty step to the top and then ring the gong, please? <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, you misty step up to the top, um, <laughs> right next to Harumph on this small, small platform. 
Uh, you ring the gong. Congratulations, cadet. You have passed. Flanger. Uh, next up, Celestial. Hello. Hello. Uh, <laughs> so you have picked yourself back up. You've gone back to the ropes. Uh, can we get another dexterity saving throw from you, please? 18. <gasps> okay. So this time uh, you sort of swing and you can see the hammers coming. You swing your shoulder. You're able to move past as it just goes past you. And then you swing onto the other rope, pull yourself across. Um, then you will need to make your way up the slippery pole. Uh, so can we get a strength athletics check, please? Uh, yes. uh, athletics. Uh, four. <laughs> four? Okay. Uh, so you start to make your way up the pole and then you slide. Uh, and as you slide down, you land and you hit yourself uh, quite hardly on the floor and you'll be taking two points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, for goodness sake. Stupid dice. Okay. Uh, is going to lean over the top of the pole uh, and shout down in common, not uh, giant, um, to brace with your thighs. Thank you. Okay. Um, and winky then... face. No winky face. He's just very stern, uh, like almost no, like no, he's no, telling. Oh no. That's I acknowledge your winky face. Yeah. Um. And then Vina is going to go. Vina. Um, so she pulls herself back up and she will make her way to the ropes again. Swinging through, swinging through, makes her way across there. You can see there's a lot more determination on her face now, um, given the fact that two of you have already gotten there and one of you was ahead of her. She doesn't seem overly happy of that. Uh, she starts climbing the pole. Um, <laughs> she starts climbing the pole and uh, she just slips down as well um, she was trying to move just with her arms and just oh. trying to sort of push herself up with just she her feet <laughs> and she slides down she's going to take some damage as well uh, so back to Celestial uh, oh. it's just it's the two of you now head to head Everything's okay. on the line. Let's uh, what, go. What? Uh, what strength athletics check. And um, I'm going uh, to be saying that Harumph has made the uh, help action on this. Okay. What does that do for me? Um, so. Advantage, yes, it does. It gives you advantage as you listen to him and his oh. advice to Brace. Uh, 15. 15. Uh, as you follow Harumph's instructions, you are able to sort of you use your thighs, you hold the pole, one arm goes up, other arm goes up, pull yourself up, brace with your thighs, one arm goes up, other arm goes up, brace with your thighs. You get to the top, 
Aram is going to hold his hand out as well. I was going to say, I would absolutely pull her up. You are pulling her up. Oh, God. As you do that, um, that will help to keep everyone on the platform. Um, But you know that when she extended her hand up, she had this. She had that. You know, you helped her out. Um, You're just helping to get her up to that final bit. Ring the gong. As you do, um, the entire, like, pole and platform that you're on starts to shake. um, And it just keeps tapping against the head of Vina on the floor. Congratulations, cadet. Thank you. You you. have passed. Uh, Officer, officer, if I may, not all of us have passed. Um, And this is not a throwing dirt. Vina, you have to get up here. All cadets must pass. Um, and he has a very kind of like you could see like the shoulders are rounding and uh, he's uh, much more serious than uh, previous uh, and a very stern look down the pole uh, Vina up oh god and she pushes herself up off the ground and you can see at first she's scowling at you And then she she sighs and she's like, fine, I'm trying. I am trying my best here. Um, Do not try. Come on, Vina! Are you cheering her on? Yes. Not cheering, I'm just very much uh, kind of like angry Kratos in uh, Gods of War, like, don't do, be better. (laughs) Um, I'm, I'm just... Feeling, you know, maybe if I try and be friends with the bitch, she'll be less of a bitch. Uh, she will start to pull herself up, and then she starts to slide a little bit more. She sighs again. She braces with her thighs and starts pulling herself up and makes it up to the top. <sighs> um, does anyone extend a hand to help her up? Yes. Yep, yes. She slaps it aside and pulls herself up. At that point, uh, her will push her off the top of the platform. (laughs) She didn't need to be rude about it. Um, So you push her off. Um, I hope you're going to get in trouble for this. Okay, and uh, she... She takes seven points of damage as she hits the ground and you can see that she has been knocked unconscious oh my god he will just stare like complete death in the eyes looking at her Arumph, what have you done is she dead to smack away a hand assisting you is a foolish action fools do not prosper on the battlefield you've killed her she is unconscious. You can see the f- rise and fall of her chest. She might still die on your bad side. He's just conti- uh, this entire time. He's just staring at her. And that is where we will leave today's episode. 
<laughs> oh my god! Mutiny! I have a badass dad. <laughs> oh my god! Who didn't allow failure. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yep. So. Wow. That was fun. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, once again, uh, thank you to my wonderful players. Leading. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners and viewers out there. Don't forget, if you enjoy this content, please like, share, subscribe, leave a comment. If you're listening to the podcast in any audio form, leave us a review. Everything helps. Um, thank you very much. And we will see you again soon as we continue with Spelljammer Academy. All those who want to say bye, say bye. 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 bye.